0: I'm Ali of Hocus Pocus Collector
1: and I'm Will of Spooky Will
0: and we are the Black Flame Society.
1: We're here to share Halloween, Hocus Pocus and other spooky news and updates with you
0: while having fun, meeting friends and making every day feel like it's Halloween.
1: So come on in and join the society.
0: On today's special episode of the Black Flame Society, join us for a fun interview with Heath McNeese. Heath is a musician and creator, freestyler, he has done it all. And let me tell you, he is just as big of a hopo fan as we all are here. Heath created an album last year called The Sad Songs inspired by the film Hocus Pocus, and it is incredible. I had the pleasure of meeting Heath last year at an event, and we'd become great friends. I joined him on a trek up to Salem about two weeks ago, and we had a lovely time where we had the opportunity to sit down and record this podcast for you all make sure you definitely hang out until the end where you hear heath do a completely on-the-spot freestyle inspired by a list of words that you provided for us so please enjoy this interview with the one and only heath mcneese hey Heath, thanks so much for joining us today how are you i'm
1: fan i you know exactly how i am i'm fantastic Waiting for the rain to stop here in Salem so we can go do some fun stuff.
0: Yes, we are recording this live from Salem. Tell us about a little bit about your love for this place, Eve.
1: Uh, I've been in love with Salem since I was a kid, and I first saw Hocus Pocus. And I remember when I saw Max riding through the street and seeing all the leaves. I was like, I want to go there someday. I don't even know where it is, but I want to (laughs) go. And uh, being a full-time touring artist, I would always be in the Northeast. And I was like, I want to go there. I want to see if Max and Danny's house is real. So about seven or eight years ago, I made my first pilgrimage <laughs> and I've been coming back ever since. And I, the first time I went, I wrote an album or an EP called Salem Songs, where I, I wrote five songs just about what inspired me while I was there. And I've just come back every year.
0: Awesome. And as you said, you are a touring artist. So tell us a little bit about outside of the Hopo world, what you're up to and what you're doing.
1: So uh, yeah, I'm a full-time touring artist, a singer-songwriter, and also a freestyler rapper. They are two completely different worlds, but I exist in both of them. So I yeah, I tour full-time as a singer-songwriter, guitarist, pianist, vocalist, all of that. And then I'm a part of a freestyle crew called Free Daps and check them out guys they're wonderful yeah we just finished a show in new york city before i I drove here and we tour full-time as well so living in two completely diametrically posed worlds but i I love them both equally
0: and so have you always loved hocus focus do you remember the first time you saw it
1: i do remember the first time i saw it it was during the summer and i did not see it in theaters it was later on down the road during the summer, me and my brothers, were, I grew up on a farm. We had nothing to do. And so mom, my mom would just rent movies and leave them at home just so we would stay out of trouble. My <laughs> brothers never really watched any of those things. But I remember I was watching Hocus Pocus almost every day during the summer. And that gave me my love for the movie, but also my love for just all things Halloween. I'm growing up on a very conservative farm town Halloween wasn't something that sure. many people but my parents were always really cool about it. They never I think my dad was really poor and they never got to celebrate things. So I think he was like if if they can celebrate and eat candy, go ahead. And it. so I I was always really really big into all things halloween all the sitcoms and cartoons that would show halloween special episodes i was obsessed with them yeah Yeah.
0: and so we actually met about a year ago uh you had dm'd me your album sad songs inspired by the film hocus pocus so tell us a little bit about that how did what i love (laughs) how it's like behind the scenes they're kind of there's stories that aren't seen in the movie
1: yeah, it, I love writing about things that inspire me, but I don't want to just do Cliff's Notes versions of, oh, well, you know what happened in this movie. Let me put it to music. So the movie always inspired me in many different ways. And as a songwriter, to me, what has always been most important is to distill what I got from something, like make a new piece of art out of it. And so every song is based on a moment or a character from the movie. So there's, you know, there's a song about. Max and Allison. There's a song about Binks. There's a song about Jay and Ernie. And uh, there's a song about the parents going to a a party.
0: And of course, Billy.
1: Yes. And and a song about Billy as well. A song about Winnie. I think many of them are done with a sort of wistful sadness. Uh, But that's just, I think that's more just an affect of my personality. I'm (laughs) prone to melancholy but those things don't make me sad they kind of make me happy so everything has a a kind of a bittersweet you know tinge to it but when i say sad songs it's more tongue-in-cheek than it is like these songs are gonna make you sad
0: and i'm sure they're all your babies but if you had to choose one what's your favorite from the album I'll Guess. tell you mine. I'll tell you mine. It's from Max to Allison. They're all brilliant, okay. but that one and Winnie is a close second. Okay. Winnie's really gets pulls the heartstrings. Right.
1: It really is hard to. It's hard to say. I think possibly. The Ballad of Billy Butcherson is my favorite. Maybe if for only the reason that I get to do a, a kazoo solo at the <laughs> at the end of the song. And because I think it was the song that opened the floodgates to allow me to kind of get to know some of the actual actors and actresses from the film and has spurned, like it, it became sort of the catalyst for my friendship with Doug Jones, who plays uh, Billy, and we are now best friends and it was because he heard the song and liked it and I connected with the song in a, in a special way too you know for when you listen I think you'll understand why there's a connection it's about you know maybe he was just you know looking for love maybe people lose their heads along the way metaphorically and literally sometimes I think that might be my favorite it's very hard to choose but it might be
0: yeah. yes and here's a clip of the ballad of Billy Butcherson for you to hear right now before
1: you go to join the dead Just know all of us have lost our head. Cause we're all separated from our bodies My brain's on the floor at a coke-fueled party Good thing I won't need it tonight Yeah, we're all just looking for somebody Billy, to go to sleep with a warm body, really A head attached would just be nice
0: God, I love that song, Heath. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. But I think you kind of just answered this question. But what is your one of your favorite experience since releasing the album? Was it getting to know Doug? Was it meeting Doug the first time? What was it that's happened since this album has dropped?
1: So I live in Orlando and they were there was a, a convention that was going on where it brought some of, the, some of the actors from Hocus Pocus there. And I had been communicating with Doug at that point. It was it was around Thanksgiving-ish. Mm-hmm. And I told him I was going to come and I went and during their interview, they were asking questions about what are some of your favorite things you know that have come as a result of it and Tobias who plays uh, Jay he was like you know it's a lot of it is what fans have gleaned from it and he was like who's the guy the guy that made he just made an album about each character and Doug was like well his name's Heath he's here and he pointed me out and so they like made me stand up and answer some <laughs> questions about uh the, the project. And then I just got to spend the night hanging out with Doug and Tobias and, and Larry and Jason. And that's when I met you too. You that's were you were there that, too so yes. I think that that day, that night was probably the the most memorable just because it was like wow, I'm I'm actually meeting them for the first yeah, time. And I don't fan out about a lot of things, but when it's something that pertains to my childhood, mm-hmm. I, I do. I can never not be a fan of that when i've met the people that played the power rangers that was a big deal you know to me so meeting them in person was was huge
0: they're also incredible too everyone is so genuine so nice it's just it's always so comforting when that happens like that
1: they don't have to be as, no, as nice they as don't. they are and they and they aren't always i yes. i perform at conventions a lot and it's no judgment sometimes you just catch people on a bad day of i I'm an artist. I have fans who I try to be mindful of. I don't want them to have an interaction that isn't good with me and then later be like, I thought he was this and <laughs> he was a jerk to me. So I understand some people might not, you know, might be having their best day, but Doug goes out of his way to make sure everyone knows that they are the only thing that matters while yes. he's interacting with them. And Tobias and Larry are so cool. Like with, with Tobias, you know, I've gotten to do like a, just a little bit of kind of professional work with him on the musical side and Larry you know, sends me demos of stuff that he's working on and awesome. getting to be like just a little like peers. I wouldn't even, I, don't, I can't, I can't say, oh, we're buddies, but I, I, we're peers. And I think if we hung out more often, we would, we would really be friends. Every, every time I've hung out with them, it's been amazing.
0: You're officially part of the Hopo community. It's I know. What a wild, <laughs> in a year, right? in a year's time. <laughs> and right. I have to tell you, I saw that from my seat, which was a few rows in front of you when that was happening. Yeah. Um, I was sitting with my friend Alex and, Tobias was like, "What album?" And I was, like grabbed Alex's leg, and I was like, "He's talking about Heath. He's talking about Heath." And at this point, I didn't know you were behind me. <laughs> oh yeah! So yeah. I turned around and I was like, "Oh my goodness, Heath is here!" Yeah. It was just, it was a world spinning moment. And I didn't know that you were the yes. be there. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and special,
1: special thanks to you because when I put the project out, I was sending it to you know various sites, you know whether it's just the email address or Instagram pages. Um, reaching out to people that I, you know, whether it's Facebook fan groups or whatever, Mm -hmm. people that I thought were running pages that could potentially be interested in it. You guys get submissions and solicitations all the time, so I didn't want it to feel like, I was just like, pay attention to what I'm doing. (laughs) But you really were one of the first people that, one, one of the first people I reached out to, one of the first people that reached out back and Mm -hmm. supported what I was doing very early on the first few days of the release. And that does really, it does really mean a lot. It meant a lot to me that, one, if it had sucked... (laughs) In your opinion, then that would have been that wouldn't have been great. But the fact that you were so supportive of it just immediately and have, have been so supportive along the way it means a lot. So thank you. Yeah. You oh,
0: for stop. that. Uh, yeah, I got to admit, your voice, uh, getting a random DM voice memo. That was the first, you know? But now I find it very, prof- I find it very professional, and personal. I appreciate that method now. Sometimes I use it. So when I opened mm. it, I was like, a hocus pocus album, sad songs. I was like, I, mm. let me, and I was driving down to Philly mm. that day and I listened to it and I listened to it again. And I was like, this is actually really, really good. I love the stories. And uh. you, you have the voice of an angel. So that kind of helps, guys. Uh, it helps. It does. Oh, uh, thank you so much.
1: <laughs> I, I do want to know, <laughs> What is it about the Winnie song that connects with you so, so much?
0: I think it just shows a side of her that you don't see in Hocus Pocus. It just, mm. she's that mean, funny now and then, mm. spunky, kind of in charge. And it just shows her mm. vulnerable side. It shows like, hey, you know, I I don't, I, what are they going to think of me when I'm gone? What are, what do they think of me now? It kind of shows yeah. like her inner thoughts. And here, I'm going to insert a clip right here of Winnie. <gasps> let's hear this. <laughs> let's think about what Winnie's feeling. Yeah.
1: Will they speak of my life with contempt? Will they laugh at my passing with joy? From a tree and a rope to a devil made of stone, there are saints that I must join. There
0: are saints. I I know I said I loved the Billy song, but I really love the Winnie song. They're all so great, Mm -hmm. guys. We're definitely going to link to this. I hear there might even be a few physical copies of this album coming our way, maybe with some signatures on them Mm -hmm. from Heath. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. keep an eye out. Just Mm -hmm. keep an eye and an ear out over here. Mm -hmm. But other than Hocus Pocus, tell us what's going on with Heath McNeese. What else can we expect from you soon? What's coming in your world?
1: I record a lot. I've... Put out 29 albums yes. in my career since I, I signed to Sony um, many years back, and once I went independent, just started putting out uh, music nonstop. A lot of it is singer-songwriter folk stuff. A lot of it is rap stuff. I do a folk duo with wonderful vocalist named Jetty Ray. She's voice of an angel. She we we do a lot of stuff together. I just put out an album called Heartache Set to Music, which is actually sad. Sad uh, but
0: absolutely is, beautiful. I think it's it,
1: such do, a beautiful album. I do think it's beautiful, and I'm working on a project right now. There's a the hip hop project I do called notes where basically what I do is I just put a lot of lyrics into my notes app. And then when I feel like I'm done, I record them. They don't have hooks or choruses. It's just stream of consciousness stuff. And I'm, uh, I just started recording the third version of notes. It'll probably be out right when Halloween is over. So, and I've, I've got four or five more projects on the, on the way and free daps, my freestyle crew, we're just touring the country nonstop. So I'm glad that we were able to make this happen while we were on the road. So when we leave Salem, I go back up to the city and then we go to Philly and then we fly back to Orlando. We're on the road. So make sure to catch us, particularly in the Northeast. We're spending a lot of time in New York. So, I mean, we're all over the place. You can check our schedule and, yes. and all that. Yeah.
0: And we will share all of Heath's and FreedApp's stuff. So you can find them on socials, Instagram, Facebook, all of it. And also, circling back to Billy, I mm-hmm. hear that we might be getting a music video, Heath.
1: Yes, I'm, I'm really excited about it. One of the guys in FreedApp's is an amazing dancer. He's like a hip hop pop locker or breakdance or whatever he's so good at it and he's also just a fun guy to watch <laughs> and so i'm just doing a video where i'm putting him in a, in a billy costume and i'm just gonna kind of be in the video but it's gonna be a one shot of me just singing and him just doing whatever billy would do if billy were a, pop a really and good lock break, break, break th- yeah <laughs> uh and that's there's no real it what i wanted it to be like is me and billy are we're friends We're kicking it. And this is like my last few moments with Billy before he gets, before he goes back into the grave one more time. So I'm excited about that. And it'll, it'll be dropping. You'll, you'll know as soon as it's done, you'll be the first. Perfect. First I tell.
0: And how do you feel about Hocus Pocus 2? It's coming out really soon. It might even be out by the time we show this, but how do you feel about Hocus Pocus 2?
1: Dude. Can you believe it's happening? You would know better than anyone. (laughs) There were years where I would have friends saying like and they would send me that fake Oh the fake poster and they would be like it's happening and I was like no it's not no
0: I've liars been,
1: I've been <laughs> fooled so many times I'm not and then I then I have to dispel that and then I was like people have been doing this for years. I'm so excited. I also Doug didn't give me any spoilers or anything like that. Spoiler
0: free podcast yes, here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I I was really it was really cool just talking to him while he was filming it yes. and just hearing how excited he was about it. So, uh, one thing that I know that I'm going to to do is there will be a song written yeah. immediately when the movie's when I see the movie and I will record at least one song from Hocus Pocus 2 to add to the corpus of <laughs> the Hocus Pocus project. Yeah. And honestly, what I might do is I might just Edit the Hocus Pocus album mm-hmm. on Bandcamp so that I can okay, add it, perfect. and people can go back and get it, and then put it on Spotify as well. I don't know what that song will be. Wait and see. But uh, it will. I'm gonna stew on it for a couple of days, watch the movie a million times, of as course. we all will, and <laughs> uh, and then come up with something.
0: Yeah. Awesome. And we like to do a little lightning round here before we jump into Let's some do cool it. freestyle Let's stuff. Do it. So, favorite Sanderson sister. <sighs>
1: <laughs> this is lightning. Okay, I always had a, a huge crush. On Sarah, but it is Winnie. Just because I think it's the best thing Bette Midler ever did. I think Great. Bette Midler seems to agree that it was the best thing she ever did. She just if she just did a one woman show as Winnie, I would I'd watch her. Oh, yeah. uh, so it. So I think it's Winnie for sure.
0: Favorite non Sanderson character from Hocus Pocus. <sighs>
1: <laughs> um. <laughs> There's a real answer and then there's just a, a silly answer, I guess. I think I could confidently say that Max is my favorite because he's sort of the surrogate for... He's the yes. bonehead. He's the one that <laughs> none of this had to happen if it wasn't he was just trying to impress a girl. And like I identified with that as a kid. I've always <laughs> identified with this fumbling dude. And and he gets it wrong more often than he gets it right, but gets redemption in the end. Of
0: course.
1: So I, I would say I'm most likely... Now, my funny answer would be the dude who, when we were talking about this, (laughs) when Max is trying to hitting on Allison in the schoolroom, and the bell rings and the guy gets up and he's like, Max, bad chance. That guy. Because he was like 48 years old in public school. And I was like, is that guy a teacher? A guidance counselor? He's definitely not in high school or middle school or anything like that. He's my, he is my favorite. I, you guys should get him on the podcast. We're,
0: you know, we're and be like, here. "What
1: was it like being a forty-year-old public school student?"
0: I had never seen it like that until you mentioned it yesterday at dinner. Now I will never unsee that scene, and now it has a whole new meaning. So that guy, we're gonna hunt you down, Fat Chance guy. We're gonna find you. Yeah. He <laughs> we'll had have a Ethan full another.
1: adult. Hairline, five o'clock shadow. <laughs> I think you could see his wife picking up the kids in the window.
0: <laughs> his grandkids are outside. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Favorite Halloween movie it doesn't have to be Hopo. <laughs>
1: Um, okay. When you say Halloween, does it need to be based on no. the event? Okay. No,
0: horror, scare, anything of it. Okay.
1: I'm very obsessive about how I curate and catalog my, my month of what I watch. Okay. But to me, so I love the holidays. My first favorite movie of all time is It's a Wonderful Life, which is a Christmas movie. My second favorite movie of all time is The Wolfman, the original yes. Wolfman with, Wal- with Lon Chaney from 1947, I do believe. And I watched that. As many times as I possibly can through October. Again, because I so deeply connect with the character of Larry Talbot. Mm-hmm. He's, he's like a cursed guy. And I'm not saying that I'm cursed. But the idea, the original idea of the werewolf is like it's instant, instinctively drawn to kill the thing that it loves the most. Yes. And I think that we as flawed human beings, the things that we love most, we tend to hold on to the tightest. And sometimes that strains our relationships. Sometimes mm-hmm. that strains our... Interest in things and, and maybe we prolong them when we shouldn't. And it ultimately leads to his tragic heroic downfall. Spoiler alert, if, I mean, it's, yeah, been, I it. it's been, it's been almost a hundred years, so I think we're,
0: cool, we're, cool. <laughs> we're usually clear after that. But the wolf man <laughs> is
1: my favorite. What is yours? Cause I don't know this.
0: Well, Obviously Hocus Pocus. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. outside of Hocus Pocus, I would say I'm a big fan of the Universal Monster films, the original ones. Nice, okay. Um I've always loved those. And outside of that, I mean I'm really a fan of the Halloween, the Michael Myers ones. Okay. I did really enjoy the 2018 one, the one the mm-hmm. reboot really, or mm-hmm. not the reboot, the kind of direct sequel. But um mm-hmm. it's funny watching like the eighties, seventies yeah. movies. They're like they're not supposed to be funny, but they mm-hmm. are just due to the bad acting, the bad murder scenes, all of that. <laughs> so it's more of like a comedy at this yeah. point. <laughs> are you
1: excited? about the new
0: halloween i am so i the middle movie i was hit or miss with at uh, halloween kills halloween mm-hmm. ends i'm looking forward someone's gonna die right it has to it has to end halloween ends gotta I mean. stop
1: letting this guy out and we got right before halloween <laughs> you like, know just what? let him out in the spring or something just like let it. him
0: roam free in the spring we'll yeah. have an easter murder mystery
1: (laughs) A a very nerdy fact, when I was in college, one of my essays that I did in one of my music classes was, because I'm a big fan of the original Dracula, Mm. so it didn't really have a score or soundtrack. So Philip Glass and the Kronos Quartet, he scored just dark, beautiful, symphonic soundtrack to it. And when I got that version and saw it, I was Mm -hmm. like... I do actually think this is better. So my whole thesis paper was on how the Phil Glass Kronos Quartet composition soundtrack made the movie better. And so it like Love break that. down each scene and what it was silently and then what the music added to it. Uh, so if you guys ever want to read the nerdiest thesis paper, I, I, I can send it to you. We can
0: hook you up I'm, here. This is the Black Flame Society exclusive now. Pages please.
1: on pages of the most <laughs> captivating reading.
0: I'm sure it's very interesting. Very <laughs> cool. <laughs> and favorite Halloween candy.
1: I'm not a big candy guy. You know this. I'm I, not a sweet
0: guy, but I still had to ask. Okay. That this gets is you. another
1: long answer. And I'll, I'll condense it as quickly as I can. <laughs> what I love to do is I love to go to Target yep. uh, on October 1st and ro- and I won't look at Halloween candy or anything like that until October 1st. And I'll roll in the aisles and I will rate the design and the illustration of every okay. candy and like cereal box, the Utz chips. Oh, Who yeah. eats Utz? Never, but but they always have the best design. What I'll do is, I, this is the nerdiest thing. I <laughs> will rank them in my phone like one through ten. Why have
0: I not seen this before? I
1: I. <laughs> I should be keeping it quiet now, it isn't. Nope.
0: This year I, we will see Heath's yep. rankings of Halloween designs.
1: So I don't, I, I don't ever really, but I will always buy the number one okay. thing, whether I like it or not, and I will eat it All right. as a reward to it for <laughs> being, now, and Utz chips are always really good. So I, I will say Utz pretzels or whatever, but just because their designs are always really, really good. That is something that if you guys want to do something for Halloween that you've never done <laughs> before, Go to Target and rank all of the designs because I love just little cartoons of spooky trees yes. and little tombstones and blades of grass and owls on tree branches and stuff like that. I obsess <laughs> over so much and that's not anything that anyone's trying to go do do with me maybe because we all share the same passion there's guys a target
0: would? right around the corner i mean we, i know it's we the might have to first Yet yeah, we might i could
1: but we're in we're in salem we're so i could i could bend some <laughs> so tools.
0: two things there number one i was at that target i just mentioned yesterday and okay. did notice they had a lovely goldfish box and he's got he's They're a little good. pirate he's a so little cute. yes he's so cute number one yes. number two have you seen the hocus pocus 2 cereal have you seen it have you seen the box i took
1: a picture of it did you okay. when i was uh i was gonna post it i was gonna ask you if you'd seen it. Yes. The Family-sized oh, joint, it's, too.
0: Oh, I can only find it in the family size. It's okay. quite tasty. It's a berry cereal. It's not super overly sweet, but it's solid. It's a good choice. And the design, very cute.
1: So is it? A, it's an original flavor.
0: It is. Yeah, okay. I think they call it berry brew, brewberry. Okay.
1: The monster cereals are not good. <laughs> to me but, but you i gotta have them right? yeah gotta get the boxes <laughs> frankenberry booberry like yes. they're all they're all amazing designs and again those get ranked i think that that would actually be i'm not trying to tell you how to run your show but <laughs> that would be a really cool exercise for maybe you and Will to do and, and for fans and be like which yes. which candy company it's like can you limit it to just candy because cereal is nope. but which
0: snacks. Yeah, Halloween which, snacks.
1: That's there it is. Which snack company has the best
0: I'm imagining this, I know you're a sports fan. I'm imagining this like a March Madness kind of bracket right now. Let's do it. Inspired by Heath McNeese, we have a Halloween snack merch madness. We're taking submissions, guys. Send them in. <laughs> if you
1: guys do that, then we will be best friends because there's a, an obsession to minutia that doesn't exist with a lot of people. So if you guys do that, we're, we would get along. For and
0: trust sure. me, you want to be best friends with this guy. It's an honor <laughs> to chat with him. Awesome. So as Heath said, he is a freestyler and um, I didn't really know, I mean, I knew what that meant, but not until I heard Heath actually do it. So mm-hmm. um, I went on my Instagram, uh, the Black Claims Society's Instagram a little while ago mm-hmm. and put in for to- for some words. We were just looking for words from you guys. And I'm gonna give Heath a list of ten words right now. He has not seen this list. Like nope. you watch this interview live, you saw it. I'm literally so.
1: getting up to grab my phone to pull up an instrumental right now to wrap over. So I have not
0: and so Heath has not seen this list. I will post this list, but there are ten words, phrases here that he has not seen, all related to Halloween, spooky, hocus pocus. And Heath is gonna just kinda go at it for us. And this is I'm really excited. This is okay. always fun to see live and this is it's
1: a one take. It's happening. It's
0: one, this will not be edited. Okay,
1: I'm so I'll take these words from you. Let's go. So they've seen, they've seen the words. They've seen the words. I have not. <clears throat> yeah. You got suggestions, and I gotta take them. Kicking it with Allie and we kicking it in Salem. Yeah. They said it's that cat that comes here just to learn a little more about witchcraft. <laughs> yeah. The way that I got them. I was talking about Ann Putnam. They said it was dark and Gotham. Yeah. But you know I'm talking. Put them inside of a prison system and they were accosted. Yeah, why you rhyme with me? They said they've been watching Hocus Pocus since summer of 1993. That was off to a classic start. The reason it didn't make a lot of money is because it went up against Jurassic Park. (laughs) And it lost to a T-Rex. But that's okay because between that movie's its best. Yeah. I said come to get with me. My favorite character from Disney isn't Hercules, it's Winnie. Yeah. Winnie Fred Sanderson. And every time this man calls her, she answers him. (laughs) I said that I was awesome. I'm just trying to find what's brewing inside of the cauldron. Yeah, maybe it's someone's tongue. Or maybe it's someone's chunks. Or maybe Jay and Ernie thought they said chunks. Maybe they belonged inside of the cage because they were punks. Oh, it said dead man's toe. I'm gonna watch it. Watch me while I flow. It says, look, they conjure. When I saw it brewing, I said... Are you all sure? Yeah. He said, she's done for. You should buy that from Ali's merch store. Yeah. I'm busting the dopest of poems. I'm the new best friend of my homie Doug Jones. If you got problems, I'm from Orlando. We're touristy. If you ever bother him, I'm his new security. I think you need to take a look. Every time I'm reading one, I open like book. Yeah. It was made of a hangman skin. Yeah. And he had a vagrant tan. Kind of like me, because I am an Irish kid. I like to speak with it. Irish Spring, I'm liking it. Something off the handle. And apologies to everyone, because I can't light the black flame candle.
0: <laughs> ah, oh my goodness Woo! gracious, guys. He, This was live. That was so freaking good. Oh my gosh. The fact that your mind can think like that blows me away. I don't know if it blows you away, but I'm sure it's going to blow our listeners I away. have
1: no other employable or discernible <laughs> skills. Stop, <laughs> Stop it. So oh my gosh. Thank you all for, th- for the suggestions. That was amazing. Yes,
0: that was a great list. Thank you guys. And I
1: was looking at it one word at a time, so when I got the cauldron, it was actually <laughs> hysterical that Dead Man's Toe was like the next... <laughs> that that followed that was a blast thank you Uh, all for yes for sharing heck yeah
0: so thank you so much for joining us today heath we've been talking about this i think kind of since the podcast started so it's great to have you on and we will keep sharing your stuff and we're so excited to hear what else you have coming hocus pocus and non-hocus pocus because all your stuff is great
1: that means a lot and i really hope that you that all of you guys if you hear it my hope is one of the reasons that i made it is i know what it's like to love things more than other people, to, to be an enthusiast about things that maybe sometimes other people don't understand, or they just, they love other things and you love this thing. And I, it's always meant a lot to me to be able to distill those things and to give people something new to love about it. And I hope that the songs connect with you guys in ways maybe that you have thought about before, or maybe not. When you hear the songs about the characters, maybe it makes you think about them in different ways, which is what I always did when I was a kid. I was like, I wonder like what Jay and Ernie are doing now. Like who are they as adults? So I hope that you guys will listen to it and connect with it in your own ways, new ways. And any way that you connect with it, I would love to hear about that as well. Cause yes. I'm as much of a fan as as you guys are, so absolutely
0: awesome heath our newest honorary member of the black flame society keep checking him out and i think we'll have heath back maybe if he's available he's a very busy man but after hp2 comes out for a little chat and we'll hear his newest song heck yeah awesome thank you so much heath thank you thank you so much to heath for joining us for this very fun interview to follow along with all of what heath does stay up to date with him on instagram at heath mcneese official and along with his freestyle group free Daps, that is at f-r-e-e-d-a-p-s on Instagram. You can find all of Heath's music on Bandcamp, Spotify, and many other streaming services. And this was such a fun opportunity to sit down and hear a different take on Hocus Pocus. We are very excited to see what else Heath continues to put out in the Hocus Pocus and all other worlds. And again, thank you to Heath for joining us. We hope you all enjoy this episode and we'll be back soon with a bunch more Hocus Pocus for the rest of the month of October. Bye everybody. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the black flame society to never miss an episode, follow along on Instagram at the black flame society podcast, like, and subscribe on your favorite streaming service and join our mailing list to be the first to know what's coming next. Thank you for being part of the society until next time. The black flame society podcast is not affiliated with Disney or any other related conglomerates yet. Feel free to change that. Give us a call.